All right, boys and gays and everything in between. We are here for the season finale of season one of Who That Rises Up, Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. Again, I am Kenny Ray, and I'm here with my good sister, Glenn Reeves. And I can't believe we're here. Bitch, we made 14 episodes. Bitch, I feel like we're on an episode of the Cosby Show or something. I should cry. I can't say we're going to sing End of the Road like, uh, like a different world. Like Willie did a different world, bitch? Right. That's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't doing that. We're coming back for another season, of course. Like okay, we'll be back next week, season two. I mean, <laughs> uh, Happy New Year, sis. Happy New Year. The first episode of the year last episode of season one and you know what it's 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 good i'm hope i'm hoping to bring a little joy uh to us and 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 our listeners on a day that we really need it (laughs) right (laughs) girl i turn on the tv and i said what in the fuck is happening (laughs) i said so let me get let me get this straight let me let, let let me try to process what I'm watching. I'm watching a bunch of mad, disgruntled white people riot because they feel they're being oppressed by white people because the white guy that they wanted to win lost to another white guy. I'm so confused. And wait, I'm going to do one better. Bitch, I woke up, you know, because, you know, America, you know, we're in the COVID process and mama had to stay home 14 days. There's nothing wrong with me, but I'm going to take my blessings where they come. But, bitch, I rolled over from my second nap of the day. And all, <laughs> you know, fight got to do, bitch. I wake up, take a nap, wake up, take a nap. I, I think I'm the queen of England. But anyhow, what's a weekend? <laughs> Okay, I got lots of them. I don't like make plans Nappy. for the next two weeks. <laughs> What's a weekend? What's a weekend? No, I woke up and all I saw was motherfucker scale in the Capitol building, and I'm going, that's not what I think it is. And so subconsciously, I didn't really process anything because I knew they were counting certification. I was like, well, they got to. You can't really un- not do this. This is Constitution shit. No, 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 America. Engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all saw folks scaling the cap, climbing the Capitol wall. I'm gonna do one better. Motherfuckers was on window scaffolding that the folks clean windows with. Yes. How do you get up there? I guess I don't know. Taking pictures from Nancy Pelosi's office. You sitting on the dais in the on the Senate floor where the vice president was supposed to sit. I just you know I I, I never I never intend to have this show go political but we've crossed the line from political to common sense this is like this is just this like tomfoolery like this is this was a coup attempt. i literally <laughs> it was a saw coup. it on facebook it was <laughs> and so i as the time went on really quickly i said to myself self myself said huh because you know we in the house by ourselves bitch i can't do nothing else but I said, ain't those the same motherfuckers that were claiming about the economy? Ain't you bitches supposed to be at work? <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I was getting paid. I mean, technically I'm at work, but that, but my logic is this. Okay, Satan. Satan said run down to, to Congress because we mad. We lost. I mean, we lost big time, not by 500 votes. I'm going to do one better. Y'all know the white woman y'all hated so bad in 2016? Y'all blamed her for this. Somehow or another, it was her fault because in 2016, we did it. Well, I got news for you, America. We didn't do it. 
<laughs> he told y'all to go down to Congress and go ride. And guess what y'all did? I ain't y'all never, seen, exactly I ain't never seen anybody in a pussy hat sitting at Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> desk after breaking in. I'm just going to say that part. All I'm going to tell y'all is this. I can't wait for you motherfuckers to go into the prison system. Because I guarantee you, even the little old turtle, y'all know who that is, um, going to direct y'all to because all I'm gonna say, it, it literally at who that rises up. Like I said, we don't intend to be political. Like like my good sis said, we have crossed the line from being a democracy to pure ignorance. Ignorance, yes, I, I, that's pretty much. I mean, I, I can't really call anything else. I couldn't even I, watch it. Sports Center was even taken over by the bullshit. Yes, like dude, yes. You make it to a sports network that you ain't even supposed to be on. Ladies, you mad with us because we decided, America has decided that we have had enough of the nightmare. So you mad. I got a question for you, American. All I'm, I'm just going to ask all those people that voted for him. When he, he cares nothing about y'all. I just want to know what has he done for you lately? Child, it is. I don't know. Like, like you said, like I'm, I was trying to watch. I was trying to, you know, I, I stay up on my sports shows as I usually do. Because I get ready for Wild Card Weekend. They trying to play with the building. That's, that, that's all I want. That's all I wanted to hear about. <laughs> and Dominique Foxworth is like going ham, like uh, on on every show that I saw him on today. And I just, ugh, I, I, I just have no words. And that's what that. And that's not very easy to do to me. <laughs> I, exactly. But I'm gonna say one last thing. Hey, Georgia, Georgia, thank you, mama, so much. I'm actually, I'm a person to make a trip this time. Yes, yes, we rose up. Congratulations, baby. Let me just say this. Stacey Abrams. Rise up. Stacey Abrams, you are my queen. Queen. I don't give a fuck. Stacey Abrams, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you ever run across Who That Rises Up, we thank you from the bottom of our heart for getting that vote out and getting black people. And I forgot the other lady's name. There's this lady that rode around in her truck in Georgia. I forgot her name. She literally rode around for months trying to get people registered to vote. She's a black woman. I don't know her name, but I will find it before the end of this episode. But thank you, Georgia. Thank you. And I got news for you, Republicans. Molly, you're in danger, girl. Well, I'm, I, you know, all I'm gonna say. when it comes to that sort of thing, I'm a pessimist. So I ain't going to say all that because I never underestimate. I know, but, but the, <laughs> the, the, the realistic situation is they've given us hell for four years. I just want to see somebody give them hell for at least 365 days. Make my life better. Fair point. Fair um, point. We'll see. We'll to see. make my life better. But with that being said, since we've made it to what started to us in July, right? Was it? Was it July? Well, that... Yeah, I guess. No, it was a little bit later than that. Um, the idea. July, right, it was the week before, whatever week football started. So it was like September, yeah. August, around the end of yeah, August. We started, off, we started uh, off with the division. We went division by division. Right. And so it was the, the week before the NFL season started was the first episode. I can say we have come a long way, baby. Oh yeah, we really, really have. Yeah, and I'm proud. We've had a lot. Of, we had some. We had some good times. A lot of laughs. A lot of a lot of wine. At least that's usually what my drink is of the evening is. Yeah, and mine is usually vodka. Uh, uh. 
some fruity, some and fruity ass like, this, like fruit loop <laughs> birthday cake. Calm, calm down, bitch. Like, one day I had, calm down, bitch. One day I had peanut butter whiskey. Shoot, calm down, you're doing too much. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's all disgusting, no, it's sweet not. dessert shit. It's gross. It's super gay. How is it peanut butter whiskey? It, it's super gay, and and and, and, and as much Have as you met me? right, exactly. As much as we are a a affirming. And inclusive show. <laughs> that shit's disgusting. <laughs> oh, she's so rude. She may have a new co-host coming two weeks from now. <laughs> bitch. Um, but I've tabulated, bitch, in 14 episodes and three baby daddies apiece. That's I've had four and four, eight, twelve. I had forty-two baby daddies. I am a hoe. That's how and that's just that. the ones that you told the public about. <laughs> oh, bless me, honey. <laughs> that is very true. I may have had like maybe sixty-five and seventy over the course of this of this season. I just may have, they just may have not been told about on this episode. These are the ones that I thought were important. So yeah, uh, I congratulate them. Um, but as I've got some good ones for this episode, just because it is our season finale. Yeah, it is our wild card weekend. Which good God, oh, so God. Get, that I, is I am so looking forward to this. We got some good shit to talk about today. So. Um, so I'm going to start with who I call, well, part of David and Goliath. And I will say this will probably be David in this regard. Josh Allen of the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Who has shown up this season and shown mm-hmm. out? You know, I, I, what, Josh Allen, I don't think I've seen, at least in my, in my memory, I can't think of anybody else that could be the Bills. But I have not seen a turnaround this drastic before in all of my sports fandom. I mean, just a season ago and definitely two seasons ago, we were ready to write him off as a, a draft bust. And a bust. An absolute right. bust. And now he has risen to like arguably one of the top five best quarterbacks in the entire league. And it's just remarkable. And he's got a team on such a role that they are legitimate Super Bowl contenders and some say you know, some people I, I, if you know overreacting and whatnot if you want to call it that I mean they've established themselves as a front runner which is insane right and I think kudos to Sean McDermott his staff mm-hmm. um, the cast of Stefan Diggs Cope Beasley um, Travion White Tredavion White on the defensive side uh, that group I've watched them play. I watched them play last week because we didn't play till late. They were simply fucking amazing. Well, I mean, he's got, I mean, like, he's got this bazooka arm. He throws a beautiful deep ball. He can throw a touch. He can throw a velocity. He can also create. Uh, he can create a play if it, you know, uh, uh, off the whim. Um, he does every once in a while, you know, he, he makes, he, he just makes some bonehead decision at times to drive me crazy but he always makes up for it like it's what were year two this is his third year with yeah, the third, third year? year yeah yeah i mean okay i'll bite bitch we're the number two seed and we're thir- what, 13 and three this i mean year? I, frankly like you don't have any choice but to bite <laughs> i mean you're like all right bitch if that's the least you got but I will say that I am quite like Andy Daly. Fine, I you know after you know after your thirteen type. wins, he's your type. Rich and white, <laughs> and, and, he, and he looks and he looks well. You and he looks country, and he looks dumb. Ooh, like he can tear down a tree. Honey. <laughs> yes, 
Well, America, I just got I just got married again. Sorry, husband. I mean, that ain't my fault. She is fine. Um, but um, as we talk about more, they have a very interesting matchup this week, and we'll talk about it more in Wild Card Weekend and hits of the week. But they take on the Colts, which I'm quite quite interested to mm-hmm. see. So that's uh, which may be Philip Rivers' swan song, and I'm be honest, it's probably time. <laughs> okay, probably like you being real. That that's I'm trying. It's the end of the season, girl. I'm trying. To, I, I'm trying. To, I'm I ain't trying. never need, uh, known you to be that altruistic. So I, it's gonna it's gonna die. This ball call game is gonna fade out. Um, but I big ups to him on a great season. I mean, I was very, in the beginning. I did listen to episode one yesterday just to kind of see where I was on Josh Allen, and we were not high at all. Mm. We were bitch. We were about we were hovering about a four point five to a five point five. We were not great. And as the season has went along, he has impressed. He has impressed. He has impressed. Mm-hmm. And what I would like to say is I wouldn't be surprised if they are in the AFC Championship game this year. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, next up is one of your all-time, one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Young, blue-eyed, probably dumb as a bag of rocks, but I sure hope he gets it together. Just not this week. Maybe next year. Just not this week. <laughs> um Mitchell Trubisky of the Chicago Bears. Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <sighs> it's like he led them there inadvertently because I don't think he, I think they were even shocked to be in there because they got in. They played horrible against the Bears. They stayed with them. I'm the Bears, the Packers. But it, I watching Mitch over the last few games when he was put in, it just made me go, there's, maybe it's the coach. I just, because I still think that Mitch is a gr- a good, solid quarterback. He's just not in the right system. Um. Okay. First, That's first of all, yes, my boo has brown eyes, not black. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get that together. Um, second of all, she sent she she's sensitive about um, I'm sensitive about my shit, um, but he bad. Yeah, that's my man. Like yeah, yeah he's like, child. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I I don't know what it is about that man, but he's just he's so fine to me. But anyways. He got an ass dip from a god. I do know that. <laughs> oh, bless him. Oh, Lord. Um, anywho, um, but as far as everything you just said about his quarterback skills, I couldn't agree more. The boy is not a starting quarterback in this league. He just isn't. If you watch the, this, uh, the game this past weekend against Green Bay, where Green Bay handedly beat them and had control of that game throughout from beginning to end, and Chicago's office could not respond and had to settle for field goals every drive except for one. Um, and it had everything to do with the fact that they didn't trust uh, Mitchell Trubisky to throw the ball down the field. And when he, when they did at the end of the game, when he had to, of course, he threw a game ceiling interception. So the only re- this this recent success that they had over these last four games, give, give or take. Is because they ran a dink and dunk offense where it was pretty much using um, check downs and, and, and outside throws that were essentially extended handoffs. They, never, they kept him in his lane, and that's just not sustainable once you get past regular season football. Uh, you can do that and go 9-7, and 10-6, and six, you know, respectfully – especially on the back of their defense that has the talent to be 
extremely dominant. Um, but he, it's just not there. Like, and if they invest in him as a starting quarterback, it'll be tantamount to the same bullshit that Jacksonville pulled when they gave Blake Bortles that extension. It's like signing your death warrant. Oh, God. Death warrant. He's never going to be that quarterback. It's just not there. Like, the writing's on the wall. The experiment has done. We have the results. Like, go ahead and, and and just and just do what you have to do and move on to and try to find another quarterback of the future. But for God's sakes, don't give it back to Nick Foles either. No, for God's no, sake, no. Just go ahead, go ahead <laughs> and get and, and sit and sit. Give Mitchell Trubisky my address and let him know that I'm waiting for him. And I'll rub his head and make him feel better. Like <laughs> you want to rub more? I knew he was going to go there with yeah, your nasty ass. I knew he was going to. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, honey, listen, I'm not one to talk you know, like it, but you hear this from me. But if he joined the ranks of the bed, honey, I promise you won't <laughs> kick him out. <laughs> That's my I said. Oh, gosh. Anyhow, All right, moving uh, on. But he takes on the Saints today, and I promise you, I pray that they get that ass right together, which I'm well, sure they will. That later, but they will. But anyway, last but definitely least, we're gonna switch gears for a moment just because I I watched him I watched this I've been watching him play for a minute. And A, he is light skinned and he is young and he is <clears throat> fine. Lord, he is fine. And I want to have his babies. Okay. I do, okay. I do, I do. But but we are talking about the phenom of Devin Booker, who is the point guard of starting point guard for the Phoenix Suns. I he makes Chris Paul look young. Not by much. Well, Chris Paul, yeah, Chris Paul, this boy. Uh, you, I don't understand what you just said. What do you mean make him look young? Like, Because <laughs> he, he, he makes Chris Paul play a little bit better than what he has been doing over the course of the last few seasons. Uh, okay. All right. Well, anyhow, <laughs> as I was saying, <laughs> the phenom out of Duke, who I learned yesterday, his daddy also played basketball as well. He trains with his father. Um He's a single man, oh bless him. I mean, he is like what twenty. Uh, what they gotta do, man? Oh no, he's actually twenty-four. Hmm, go figure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, my man is old enough to play with me, honey. Thank you so much, heathen. Who's your man? He is very. He um, is very. Good. But, but yeah, he's fine. He showed up on my video game the other day. They did NBA Live and they had a video of him and he was talking. And I almost touched myself, but then I realized it probably is not a good thing while you're playing a video game. It's probably not great. So, anyhow. Um, right. To the tune of, of saying that he hasn't even received a max contract yet from Phoenix, which this is the year that he's due to get one. Um, I think he's, up, he's joining the ranks of one of the best point guards in the league. Well, he does fit the motive of the new... Um, I mean, he runs point guard, but he fits the mode of like the new positionless, you know, wing player that has become staple of the modern NBA. Like a, a six five, six six guy, long wingspan and whatnot that can, yes. you know, shoot and handle the ball. You know, that tends to be part of the course, uh, and you need you need those these days. So, you know, he's got a bright future. I think I, I think I'll give it up for the Phoenix Suns for actually putting some effort and trying to build a contender. Um, you know, just unfortunately, they're in the West with, you know, like several, yeah, several powerhouses, powerhouses. And, I mean, even – did you see that? With the, did you see that with, with that uh, 60 spot that, uh, that uh, Steph Curry dropped the other night? 
Yes. I was like, come on, Steph, welcome back. I was like, all right. And they said, you're not going to go quietly. Good for you. <laughs> right. I bet what the fuck we going to do. But I also saw the 60 spot that Dallas put up on the Clippers also last week in the first quarter. I said, and the Clippers put up 18. I said, well, that project might not be working. Well, we, we learned that last year. We learned that last year in, in the NBA playoffs. But they they going to they gonna keep at it. So, I guess, you know. <laughs> I looked up and they said 62 points. No, it was 60 points on the nose scored in the first point quarter. I said, was the Clippers <laughs> even there? Or were we just running back and forth? But even uh, there. They was at run and shoot playing a pickup game, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, go right. for it. So, I, um, I do, like I said, I do, watching Devin Book is almost like watching one of the, one of the, the greats, so to say. When I say that, there's always some sort of pizzazz. There's always some sort of so sort of something that's going to come out when he plays basketball. So I just wanted him because he was fine and he had good hair and we're going to have great children with great eyes and they're going to be short. Listen, that's your, that's short. your segment. Um, you can pick whoever you want. Like, that is on you. Like, like, okay. Ain't got good. Um, Ain't got good. <laughs> so I guess it's time to talk yes, about our history. I'm so excited. We can talk about some this NFL playoff wow. weekend, this super wild card weekend that's coming up. Six... I'm so goddamn excited in one weekend, and it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, I that is correct, right? I, I'm correct when I say that, right? Six games, six games, yeah, three okay, on Saturday, three on Sunday. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be phenomenal. Um, so what I would suggest is we as we go through the hits of the week, why don't we go ahead and discuss the games, and we can make our picks. Um. Come on, come on, brightness! You this your only your first drink, huh? Shout, girl. <laughs> have we met? <laughs> you, have we met? No, because that that way they'll give us some time to talk a little college football too later on. So, okay, absolutely. Uh, well, I don't. So yeah, let's start with Saturday's first game: the Colts and Josh Allen and the okay. Buffalo Bills. All right, so. We're just gonna go down because that's we're gonna start in order of how they go when they go this weekend. And I think you know what? I don't think this is going to be as close as everyone. Do thinks. people think it's gonna be close? I've listened to a few people. I've watched a few news as I read this Sonic, and and I think they think that Philip Rivers and company has a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, what do you? What? I mean, well, let's start with this. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think they don't okay. have a chance in hell. I was just going to make sure because otherwise, I was about to flame you because <laughs> I unless the Buffalo Bills have an emotionally distra- like what happened today in, in Congress, like they just fall completely the fuck apart. No, uh, um, yeah, I, I don't it's, see it's, it. It's, no, first of all, let's just, let's just start with this. Um, Buffalo's offense basically has looked flat out unstoppable. <laughs> They've averaged 34 points, uh, 34.5 points per game in the second half of the season. Um, the biggest thing this past weekend where they completely shellacked the Miami Dolphins, where everybody was looking forward to seeing that game. And the reason why I find that significant because they dropped a 54 spot on the Miami Dolphins. But Miami... Yep has been on a tear, so to speak, or overachieved this season based on the strength of their outstanding defense. So this was a good defense that they, that they dropped 54 points on. That's 
very scary. <laughs> like, like that, that should terrify everybody in the AFC. Everybody. We're not talking league. about, they didn't go and do that to the Jets or a horrible defense like the Cowboys or something like that. No, this was a defense that was noted and very good, and they dropped 54 points, and it didn't seem that difficult. Um, Stephon Diggs, Coles Beasley, like, consistently win one-on-one matchups. Um, their, their defense, what I like about it is they, they may not overwhelm you with talent, but their defensive coordinator, um, um, he schemes up these explosive plays and these dynamic, you know, blitz packages and whatnot, and they're peaking at the right time. At the I right think they're going to go in there and completely destroy the Colts. And I expect several turnovers from Phillip Rivers. <laughs> um, I think that the only, and I mean, this is a shot in the dark, like, you know, miracle on ice type situation that the Colts win this game is if they continue to lean on their running game and they just hold on to the ball and keep Josh Allen on the sideline. That is literally the only chance, the only chance that they even have a shot in hell of keeping this close, let alone win. Yeah. I, their defense doesn't look great. So I, mm, I'm, I'm Josh Allen and the Bills on to the next round, and I'm going to say the Bills by 21. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I, I was going to say 14. Um. I see Josh Allen. If they can run up there, I mean, the Dolphins are a good team. Their defense was no, their def- yeah, their defense is very. Um, I, you know what? I feel very tempted to join you in that number. I really do. I just, I just see Josh Allen having. I'm, a I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm gonna, I, All right, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go the Bills by seventeen. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go the Bills by seventeen. Okay. Um. Next up. Um, which is a battle of the mm-hmm. NFC West. They played a few weeks ago. The Rams and the Seahawks. And let's just preface that by the Rams will be without Jared Goff. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. Yeah. He oh, I didn't know remember. that was going to keep him out of the game. Yeah, I think that I I don't. Let me just look again. I'm on Bleacher Report. I don't think that he. He practiced this week. Okay, so I, yeah, I don't know ago. if they, I don't know if they've officially said that he won't play, but that might be a bit of gamesmanship where they don't want to release it, um, release the fact that he's not going to be in the game. So, right, because then that'll, um, that'll give away. Yeah, that's what that, that's everything. Yeah, because yeah, everything I saw, it, it was it, it was questionable, and they didn't know if he would. Um, uh, but, you know, knowing the NFL, they'll probably give him, you know, a shot of lidocaine, stitch that motherfucker up, and like. But the problem is, it's on his throwing hand too, though. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, this isn't the easiest game to pick because the Rams, the Rams have been a uh, bit, not a bit. They've been bipolar. <laughs> When they show up and hit on click on all cylinders, I, like honestly, I think they're talented enough to be anybody in the league. Um, but they don't do that, and they certainly don't do it often enough to expire any confidence in me. 
That is true. And I think that unless the Rams defense plays inspired Rams defense mm-hmm. football, the Seahawks will get to them again. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, Russell Wilson, they're starting to run on some cylinders that I saw this past weekend that like DJ Metcalf, Russell is starting to run again. The defense is still mediocre. They're not the greatest, but without Jared Goff, and maybe Sean McVay has a, a stunning plan. Because the dude wasn't bad. Let me just say this. He was not bad in that game against um, when they took on the Cardinals. And they won, actually. Yeah. I don't I, I don't I don't I don't see. You get what I'm saying? When you don't have the, the one who you're you base your, your stuff around, especially if Jared yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Uh, um here's the thing. Uh, I think that you know everybody has touted the much improved Seattle defense in the second half of the season. I think that is large. Well, maybe they did like uh, is, is Jamal Adams because is Jamal Adams playing this game for the Seattle Sea uh, Seahawks? Okay, is he back? Mm-hmm. Okay, I know he like there was mm-hmm. a, a questionable injury issues for him. Okay, yeah, um, at, at any rate, um, I so let's just look at it like this. Um, the last two regular season games, the Rams played the Seahawks. They held them to a total of 36 points in both games. I honestly think that if they lean, I think that, I think that Sean McVay is smart enough to know that they need to lean on their defense, play conservatively, conservatively, and, and, and they, for some reason, they have a number. Uh, they have Seattle's number of keeping and an ability to keep Russell Wilson bottled up. I think that I think that even if John Wolford starts at, for the Rams, they'll do just enough to ink out a close win. I'm actually I actually going to go with the Rams on in this game by three. And the only reason being, yes, and the only reason really? being, here's the caveat. The only reason being is because this is COVID season. And so Seattle does not have their, at least the home field advantage is muted. Now, had this been a regular season and they had that stadium full of people and it was rocking and whatnot, then uh, by all means, I would, I, I would definitely go with Seattle. But that's neutralized. I, I think the Rams are going to do just enough. I think it's going to be close. Like I said, this is a hard game to pick. But I do think the Rams will pull it out. And I, I think it's going to be close. So I'm going to go Rams by three. You know what? Just because the winner of this game actually heads to New Orleans. I, I'm actually going to – because I want to see the Rams again. I'm not going to lie to you. Rams oh. by seven. Okay. Now, is that because you I actually would much rather see the Rams? Because you actually believe they're going to win the game, or it's just because you want to see them? Yeah, I do. Their defense. I if Jamal Adams and stuff are in company, absolutely. Um, yeah, I definitely Wait, see them. I'm confused. Um, they are at you, least are by you, seven. Do you mean right. Jamal Adams is you know with Seahawks? No, Jamal. No, Jamal Adams is with. Wait, the Rams. I thought that was the name of their that that safety from from Seattle. Bitch, uh-uh. I got, do I got shit mixed up? Uh-uh. Lord, see, this way. This way. This way yeah, you do. Stop there drinking but... shit. Calm down. Jamal Adams no, is around. No, you wrong. I'm right. Jamal Adams, Jam- Jamal Adams Jamal. is the starting safety for the Seattle Seahawks. 
Girl, oh, I know I wasn't you're right. My bad. Oh, my bad. <laughs> well, I choose the Rams still. <laughs> Shit. Trying to get me. Well, I'm glad to just blame that one on alcohol, girl. <laughs> blame it on the. Uh, 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 okay. Yes. So, but still, I said, with if they can get a stout defense and get, get keep Russell off the field and still get um, Cooper Cup and them moving, I, I think we still can handle it, especially if Jarrett plays. Um, but so I'm still going to say Rams by seven and, yeah. and see them in New Orleans. See them definitely in New Orleans. Um, the geriatric bus versus the Washington football team. Who would have thought the Washington football team after the NFC East blunders and cussing <laughs> out and fuck ups and girl, it was a rough week for the NFC East. If you were Doug Peterson, I would have wanted to hide in a rock and go away. Which was the stupidest fucking decision I would have ever made in creation. Yeah. <laughs> to put Nate Sudfield in a game when you have a chance to win because you don't want the Giants to go I, to the playoffs. You know, I mean, okay. So, <laughs> here is the thing. Um, the, as you call them, the geriatric uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are a high-variance offense. So, you know, when it looks good, they seem unstoppable. When it looks bad, they seem like a ticking time bomb. Um, The the problem is they've recently had a lot more good stretches than they've had bad ones. Um, Mm -hmm. Tom Brady in the playoffs, unfortunately, with with his Trump-supporting ass, you know, just has a knack for these moments. Um, they finally found a way to use uh, Antonio um, Brown. Wait, did I say his name right? Into the course? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah they finally Brown? found a way to u- utilize mm-hmm. him in, in, in the offense, which, you know, for the rest of us NFC South people, that's not a good sign. Um so uh, it honestly truly depends on on which team shows up. However, you, you know it can't be understated. Washington, the Washington football team's defense is really good. Let me tell you, children, baby, baby, listen. Chase Young and that defense are yeah, coming together at really the right good. time. <laughs> and I, and if I'm going to say it once, and I will stand by it, because even though they had a losing record and Alex Smith is back, if you rattle that geriatric motherfucker in Tampa Bay a good quarter and you stay on him like Chase Young, and I know Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera is a defensive-minded coach, and I know he knows Brady well, he's going to stay on that ass as long. And if Mike Evans is mm-hmm. not playing, no, well, I mean, watch out. Yeah, because Mike yeah, I was hurt. That. I saw that. He, he injured himself. Injury. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I honestly agree. I, I completely agree. Because Trace Young and them are ready. They want. Yes, because you know, I mean, bucks. if you move, if you can make Tom Brady move like two inches, if he got to take two steps to the right, he's shaking, <laughs> and it's going to be a slow two steps as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. And Chase Young is 21 years old and got the speed of a, of a race car. He on that ass. That defense is something to behold. I've watched them. I watched them last Sunday when they were vying for the title. They look good. 
they look good. They look good enough. Just the defense. I've seen the offense in spurts. But if the defense can hold Brady and give the offense just enough oomph to get a touchdown or two, I mean, oh, we, yeah. like, you know, it's yeah. been years. He's old. So we know the formula to be a Tom Brady-led team. It's like you just got to get to him, make him feel uncomfortable, move him off his spot. And I think this is a team that's built to do it. And I'm frankly ready to call the upset. Me too. Oh, if you weren't going to do it, I was. Because here's why. Alex Smith has been waiting for his swan song. Granted, he made it back. Did, did he probably think that his team was going to make the playoffs? Absolutely not. Uh-huh. NFC East was horrible. But, baby, let me tell y'all something. Watch this. That is the last game of the night on Saturday. I would love to see them harass that ass as best as they can. And if they harass him, Tom Brady will always – if you harass him once or twice and he goes down, he will always think you're coming mm-hmm. for him, so he's going to make a mistake. Yeah. And those mistakes, if you could turn those mistakes into points, see you, Tampa. I'm going to say Washington by seven. I'm going to agree with you. That's what I was going to do. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Washington by seven. I'm going to enjoy watching that game because losing record or not, Washington, after watching last week and the last two weeks, they deserve to no, be they, there. They, they have to earn that spot. They just they gelled at the spot. right you know, time. I give them props for – <clears throat> doing what they need to do, uh, uh, you know, personnel-wise. You know, Dwayne Haskins, bless his heart. I wish him well, you know, but that was the right move. Get his ass out of there. Um, and and they look strong, mm-hmm. you know. Hopefully next year, you know, no, 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 that's not going to happen because they already said they're going to watch the football team again next year. Um, I was going to say, hopefully next year they can pick a mascot. <laughs> I was praying to get a right. Look, I was praying to get a name. Um, Give it a bird something, <laughs> but I guess not. The Washington. Right. Well, I'm going to go to the Washington the football Washington team, but I storm do you. But like, <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, fuck, that sounded more. Washington stormed the Capitol. Fuck that. I mean, that sounded, sounded more appeasing, but Washington football team, okay. it is at least for the next year. But give Chase Young and them boys some yeah. credit. I'm, I'm going to Washington. I am looking forward to that one. I am. Um, Sunday. Oh, baby. Baby, 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 baby. Sunday, yeah, Sunday, Sunday. Friday? One of the best teams. No, I'm saying is one of the first games is one of the best teams to come out of the AFC. And we thought wouldn't have made it. Ladies, I'm talking about ladies and gentlemen and homosexuals. I'm talking it's about the Ravens versus game. the Titans. That's going to be a good game. If 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 you if you if you are a rematch in which the Titans you're a that fan, ass last you're going to enjoy that game. It, I, I don't think it's going to be that uh, very high flying. I don't think it's going to be very high scoring, but it's going to be a good football game. Yeah, it's going to be good defensive yeah, minded. Absolutely. Um, I Derrick Henry is a B E A S T yeah. beast, ladies and gentlemen. If you if they don't stop him, they have a long night ahead. But Lamar Jackson and company, this is your time. You made it in. You made it in. Show up and show Carry out. Being. The Titans defense yeah. is uh-huh. lacking. It's 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 lacking. And there yeah. is because I was hoping they right. would do something and with the, and the Packers a lot and they did. of pressure on the unproven Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens in the playoffs. 
which is something that you brought up several times this season. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, but mm-hmm. what causes me hesitation in this pick is just the last two games they've let Lamar be Lamar. They've gotten rid of this illusion that they're going to turn him into some kind of like pocket quarterback. And, you know, he can throw the ball like, well, he's not the most accurate, but he's definitely got arm talent. However, it's inescapable that a part of his game is his athleticism and the fact that he's usually the best athlete on the field. And if, and letting him do that is just really hard to beat. Um, In the same vein though, uh, we've got MVP candidate Derrick Henry, who like who can say enough about this man? Like, <laughs> just, right? Like, who can say who enough can about stop him? him? So it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real good game. Who do you have in it? Who do you who do you think? I, uh, Ravens by three. You know, they're gonna earn their spot to they're gonna earn their spot to be there. I. Okay, Hard so this thought, is the Ravens by three. Ways on then, um, because I'm actually going to stick with the Titans, and it's twofold because I'm a bigger believer in uh, in um, Tennessee's offense because I mean they were the highest scoring offense of the season. Okay, number one, um, I believe in their running game. I think that Derrick Henry is going to give them fits. And I think that uh, I, I think that that Ryan Tannehill has proven himself even more <laughs> than Lamar Jackson, even though he's the reigning MVP in the playoffs. So it's only because Baltimore has not earned my confidence under Lamar Jackson yet in the playoffs. Um, so I, I'm going to go Titans by three. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be low scoring. But mm. I'm going to go with the upset on this one. And I'm gonna go to, yeah. I'm, yeah. Like I'm going go to yeah, go with the upset on this one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset on this one. And, I, and I'm going to pick Titans. I think it will be closer to. They are right. the higher seed, though. But we all know how that works. Um, uh, next up, baby. Baby. Baby, baby, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome back to second seed of the NFC, the New Orleans Saints taking on the Bears. And let me just say, I'm quite excited for this game because I get Michael Thomas back and Alvin Kamara and that defense who is ranked number two in the league. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, you know. <laughs> I, Drew Brees is starting to, starting to, I know this is his swan song. Everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. But I'm hoping that after the last three years of debacle, debauchery, and bullshit, <laughs> that we can get the hell out of the first round again. Um, I'm tired of crying, getting slapped drunk, and I'm glad this game is at 340 and not 12 because I always feel like if a game is at 12 and we lose, bitch, I have no other choice but to get slap wasted because fuck it, I don't get a game next week and I ain't got shit to do. So at least by 3.34 o'clock, I'm at least in the middle of the shit, and I got all to right, work it so out. <laughs> first of all, we both know you're going to be slap jump by 4 o'clock anyway. Second. <laughs> Don't tell my business. 
Second of all, I'm a believer in Sean Payton, the coach of the New Orleans Saints. I am. Um, as far as as, now, as far as I was reading <laughs> her today, it's unclear whether Thomas and Alvin Kamara would be on the field for the game. But signs do point to their returning. So, you know, more than likely, with, especially with the NFL, that usually means they ask us to go play. Um, the fact of the matter is, like, I just don't see – there's no way – I don't see Chicago being able to score enough points to hang with them regardless of if they play or not. It's just not going to happen. Um, not to mention that, you know, right. the Saints defense has been smothering. Um, Chicago is just in over their head. It's not their time. I, I just don't see it at all, at least bit. Um, I, I, I no, and that defense is on all cylinders. And if you get Cam Jordan, Trey Henderson is back in the lineup this week. Um, you get Alvin Kamara running with Michael Thomas and, and Emmanuel Sanders. And like Emmanuel Sanders said the other day, Short-handed yeah, enough, these boys are ready 100% to play. agree. Um, you know, they may either now, you know, next week or, you know, next round may be a different story. But this one, definitely, it's a, you know, I say, who that, take a bow, go in there, do your thing. I just, I don't see the Chicago Bears having a chance in this game. Mm-mm, I see a good rap, a good first. Mitch going to give him a good rap for that. a minute. And once they I'm settle in, I'm only believer in Mr. Trubisky's yeah, finest. True. I'm not believer in his quarterback skills. <laughs> I think I've made that very clear the entire season. Like he's fine. I love him. Like, like I told you, like I'm where uh, he can take a shower, come on home. I'll have a hot meal cooked. We'll have a, you know, it, it, it'll be all. I'll make the ass. But the football game, no. I, I I don't think it's gonna be close. Like I'm gonna no. Like, I... Young Tom Brady, you rattle that ass, you in trouble. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, I'm Molly, you in danger, girl. On this one, <laughs> come on, black and gold. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with my boys, of course, of course, of course, of course, um, and I'm going to say 14 as well. Yeah, but that defense is gonna give them hell. That defense is gonna give them hell. I'm absolutely excited. Um, yeah, I think that this is gonna be a very, very good game. And like I said, we stay home the following week and we see the winner of the Rams and the Seahawks. So we shall see. Um, but last but certainly not least, which could be a very interesting game. Um, Baker Mayfield and the Browns first time in play since 2002. Um, probably as everyone heard this week that their head coach tested positive for, for the Rona. So he may not be on their sidelines for their very first game. Um, but they're taking on the the fallen from yeah, Grace Field. I mean, I, it's a toss up. You know, it truly right, is a so fucking toss up. Here, here is all right. Here is here is my caveat for this game because the I, I think this is going to be a defining moment for Baker Mayfield, quarterback of the uh, Cleveland Browns. I think that this. I mean, if he goes in and wins this game, he does have a shot at making an argument. At the very least, I will I will take notice. He may actually be a franchise quarterback of the future. If he loses, <laughs> you know, spoiler alert, like I think they are going to, um, it's going to solidify that he is, as I suspect, 
or have been saying, to be frank, is a game manager, which I know is thrown around by sports pundits, you know, I guess like ourselves, if we can kill or sit ourselves this way, but I just think we're the two drum bitches that like sports or whatever. <laughs> right, but you know, but whatever. We're the two drum game bitches that like sports. I myself a sports pundit and talk ahead, whatever, you know, fuck it. But, um, but yeah, like I, you know, I, I think I think that I think that will just prove that he's a game manager. And the reason why I say that is that you look at other elite franchise quarterbacks, like life's not fair. Shit happens, especially in NFL. And with franchise quarterbacks, those things don't stop them from being successful. Um, and the reality of the situation is that uh Kev, this loss of Kevin Stefanski is the, the the head coach of the Browns. I think is a lot bigger than we, than than people are recognizing because he's the architect of the system that is making Baker Mayfield successful. He's created this whole system to fit mm-hmm. specifically Baker Mayfield's uh, um, skill set, and. I just I uh, without him there and the bigger and the biggest issue is that Kevin Stefanski is the play caller as well. So I know their special teams coach um, is, is stepping in and he's taking over the play calling duties. And, you know, play calling is an art. Everybody can't do it. Everybody can't do it. Yeah, everybody can't do it. Nuance of of the fact that you're not only play that, you know, dealing with the art of play calling, you're dealing with the art of play calling with the limited quarterback that has to have the right situation put forth for him to be successful. It's just a lot of obstacles to get over with. Plus on top of that, the loss of, of their pro bowl guard, um, whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, I, you know, I know like, I'm not a believer in the Steelers either. Um, I think that I think that what Cleveland's going to do and the wise thing to do would just lean on Nick Chubb and that running game and just ask him not to lose it. But the strength of the Steelers' defense is the rush to quarterback, and we all see what happens when you get Baker Mayfield flustered. Um, but you can also just crowd the Steelers' line and dare – uh, ben Roethlisberger, quarterback of the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that throw it over your head, which he physically can't do anymore. Um, however, I just, yeah, I, I, I don't see it. I think it's just too much to overcome. It's the first playoff game in what, eighteen years? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just think mm-hmm. it's a lot to overcome. It's yeah. I'm I'm still gonna go with the Steelers eking it out though by three. I'm not giving them much because I haven't seen enough from them to do anything. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, uh, that's worthy to to say they're still that that team that went eleven. I mean, they, I mean they were that team, but you know they the, all those all those games were very close wins, and I think this will be. A, a similar situation, um, which is the reason why I'm going to go Steelers by six. Okay. I, I, mm, I we'll see. I am going to be glued to my TV all weekend. It's going to start early and mm-hmm. end late. Lots of alcohol, lots of lots of food. Um, 
Real quick on the NFL coaching front, I heard that Urban Meyer may be joining the ranks of the college coaches to Jacksonville. But to the tune of $12 million a year, really, I mean, Urban? Really? Urban, Urban but, Meyer has been successful at every I'm, program mm-hmm. that he's ever been a head coach. Uh, that's true. Like, you know, he doesn't NFL's have NFL always experience, which is the riskiest part of that hire. Um, but he's also has the yeah, it's also he's also it has the you know advantage of getting a young Trevor Lawrence fresh out of college, so it's not like he has to deal with the seasoned professional that is a grown man and whatnot. Um, so I think it's going to be a good situation. I, I mean, it, obviously, you know, time will tell, but yeah, I, I think it's going to work out for them if if this is true. However. Caveat being, he's left his last two, three jobs because of health reasons or family reasons or whatever the case may be. So, right. So, you know, the so NFL there ain't no stress free job um, <laughs> about, you know, continuity and whatnot um, because it's going to take some work. I, and I actually heard a very interesting take that I agree with uh, earlier today on Get Up, but they were saying that also, you know, Urban Meyer's never lost. He's never had losing seasons. Is he still going to stick it through? Because he's not going to come in and turn this this franchise around in one, in one or two seasons. Is he going to still be motivated to be there if they no. four and twelve next year or something around that nature? What happens when you go three and three and thirteen? Um, you are you still going to be ready to put in the work and continue to build a program or whatnot? Um, but you right. know, I I. I I, I think it's a good hire. I think it's it's worth a shot. No, twelve million dollars. Twelve million dollars worth. He could develop a lesbian player. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we shall see. Speaking of college, ladies and gentlemen, I know we well, missed you guys last week when the CFP was going on, but we baby, listen. Oh. Yeah, well, the coaching changes, let's just say, there were six of them. The one that stood out most to me, which upset me a little bit, I know he didn't, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Flynn of the Chargers. I wasn't, let me put it this way, of all the ones that I saw got, that were released this week, that bothered me a little bit because, A, he's a black coach. And you only gave him one year with Justin Herbert. Like, you didn't. There wasn't enough time to mold that. And I understand the Chargers are an afterthought in L.A. besides the Rams and now the the mm-hmm. Vegas Raiders who ain't too far off. You get what I'm saying? But you, 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 I felt that at least he deserved uh, one more season. I, mean, I here, can right? see that. I just think that he made a lot. I think I think it just wasn't. I, yeah, I just think it wasn't his time. A I bad choice? You know, it, that – the office was just way too simple and he just didn't. Yeah. I, I, I like predictable. You know, I, yeah, I just, it's one of those things where I actually don't really have a problem with the move that the chargers made. Um, I don't, I like, he'll be back, but yeah, he'll be back. But I, yeah, I don't, I actually don't. Have oh yeah. With that. Now what I want to know, what I want to happen is Eric B to go to my Falcons. Well, here's what I've learned today. Uh, I've also heard that Raheem Morris will they are they will probably not remove the interim tag. 
Um, they will allow him to interview. He better. He needs. But to be, Eric Bieniemy is they talk to. Let me tell you, you what, that today. Let me tell you something. If he if if they hire him, I will officially start dating. Ah uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. No, 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 let's not get carried start away. Dating. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get carried away. I will go <laughs> on a few dates with the Falcons. Uh, I will go on a few dates. Oh, look at you Falcons. being courted. Now, caveat being, uh, they keep caveat Matt Ryan, you may not. If they keep know. Matt Ryan and they don't, at the very least, draft a quarterback or pick up a free or at least show signs that they're looking towards the future to get rid of that motherfucker, I may go on a date, but they ain't getting no pussy. <laughs> yes! There's some cha- old Miss Sophia, huh? There's some changes around here, honey. God damn, there's changes around here, honey. Oh, shit. But yes, I've seen, of all of the, you know, it was time for Adam Gates to be rolled and, like, and shot out of a cannon out of New York. It's like two years um, past time for that. Bitch. It's way past time for that. <laughs> right, Doug Marone, time for you to roll out to take. You know, so those things I see. You know, so that's at, you know. I also heard that uh, Zach Taylor's not promised anything in Seattle right now. Um, get a get a man another year with with Joe. Yeah, you know, shit is off. Forgive me, year with Joe. Uh, but certainly, I think that the two, the what I'm interested in seeing is the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Of course, Eric Bieniemy, it's time, it's time for him to have a spot. It's definitely time. Um, he deserves it. And the uh, Rick Sangley, is that his name? He's a defensive coordinator in San Francisco. Um, I think that's his name. Um, who also deserves a shot? Who's another black coach who deserves a shot? So um, I, that that makes me very very happy. Um, so. Go go for yeah. it and prosper, honey. I'm all about it, and I'm with it. Um, so definitely. Uh, now, I am excited to get to the CFPs, and here's why. That shellacking that Clemson took at the hands of Ohio State. Now, I wasn't a great fan, ladies and gentlemen, of Ohio State making the playoffs. But let me tell you something, honey. There wasn't no happier bitch yeah. in this world. I was my sister over there on the phone. <laughs> but, baby, but baby, listen, listen here, children. That was a three touchdown <laughs> ass whooping. <laughs> oh lord, that hill was let, let me just say this, uh, boys and gays, and everything in between. <laughs> that chocolate that you just had from my good sister, she she felt that in her spirit. Bitch, she, felt she, 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 she feels good about that. <laughs> because like we just all knew all year. It's like, oh, we just waiting for the Clemson and Alabama remix. And then lo and behold, they put something together coming out of uh, Columbus, Ohio. And uh, I was like, all right, all right, well, let's do this. Um, however, I mean, you know, we have to talk about the COVID issues that is plaguing Ohio State and threatening several other players for this football game. Yes. Now, I, I did, I did hear that game. they have an alternative right. date I saw that. already arranged for January 18th. But from what, from what I was hearing today was that still wouldn't be long enough if they follow the protocols that have already been put out by the Big Ten. However, we know the Big Ten is very much willing to bend over backwards <laughs> to do what they need to do to get a team. 
to get a team in the national championship. So that doesn't you really need to do. me. Oh, but I'm going to say this. Congrats <laughs> to Alabama for beating the shit out of Notre Dame, too. Um, I, I saw that right. writing on the wall. It, it was like it was like playing peewee football. Uh, it really was. It was sad. Poor Brian Kelly. Um, that, that didn't even deserve a, 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 a good, good talk about. But in the championship game, I'm going. I'm not going to even front America. As much as me and Alabama don't even see on the same side of the street most of the times, I'm gonna go with Alabama. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I think it's this is going to be a very high scoring game. Um, yeah, and there are definitely mm-hmm. some Justin holes Fields in Alabama is, defense is good. secondary. Um, so I, yeah, I do think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I just I just feel like it. It's just one of those things. I had the same feeling last year with LSU. It's like sometimes some teams just look in a league of their own and it's just it's there. So like it, it's it they are the best team in the country and they should win the game. They absolutely should. Um but like I said, I think it's gonna be very high scoring, but clearly that's never that has not been a problem for Alabama all year. I want to take a, a moment to give some praise and love and a shout out to Devontae Smith. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The third. Yes! I'm excited for Alabama joining the ranks of Derrick Henry, who won it, I believe, in 2014, and Mark Ingram, who won it in 2008. Yeah. But also yeah, the first yeah. wide receiver. Um, in a long I time. found it to be an indictment against, I, I think that people just don't see Matt Jones. He, they see him as a beneficiary of the talent around him and not necessarily a you know elite quarterback which I think is fair yeah I think it's fair criticism Uh, of him um mm -hmm. uh but it but I agree it is it is nice not to expect a quarterback to win it every year um I was happy for him I I watched the the ceremony and I was very happy he's a wide receiver but he is you know he he's so Alabama in that Alabama system where he's like he's somewhat demure, he's humble, exactly. You know he's very much like an Amari Cooper, like you know just the, like a, a a you know a a a, a blue collar type player. Um, as a player, he reminds me a lot of Marvin Harrison. Yes, yeah, well, I remember him. Oh, great yeah, quarterback from um, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of Marvin Harrison. Like, because well, both of them are a bit undersized. You know, ex- excellent route runners. Of course, they're they, you know they got mm-hmm. speed and athleticism, but they create uh, they create separation based on the precision of their route running and the and their reliability, um, uh, and their their chemistry with the quarterback. So uh, I see great things in this future. I'm very happy for him. Um, I think right now Mel Kuyper has him projected to be drafted third. Um, and, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm happy with him. And just it's something to say, too, about Alabama's, like, uh, Alabama's recruiting because, you know, yeah, because yeah, Jalen Waddle went down for the talent season. Pool, I was a little bit really upset. But I also thought, like, but, yeah, I mean, he still got, you know, Javante and – right. <laughs> Right, so they got um, yeah, so people buying and catch the ball, really and I'm looking forward to seeing him next year in the NFL. 
And I am excited for the CFP. I can also say I'm excited about this one because I did not want to see the, vol- the lesbian volleyball player in another game. We couldn't do it another year, America. I'm sorry. Any she, pretty she's though, a lovely woman, and I expect like she would do pretty. great things in the NFL. But I'm tired of looking at her now. She got, she got right, that good grain right, of hair she got right, on, and she's she playing it one more time. She could look like me. If y'all don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Trevor Lawrence right now, y'all, the quarterback for the Clemson. Right? Right. Who did announce? Who did make it official? Like the, the like the worst kept secret ever. But make it official that he was he was declaring for the uh, the uh, the draft this year. Um, which right, which is right. like which like we already mentioned. I, so like nobody didn't know that. Um, but I do think though, if the Jets had retained that first round pick, there's a chance that he may not have gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. nobody wants to go to the Jets. Nobody succeeds there. Right, right, exactly. Depending on the coach, um, but I go figure. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Uh real quick though, can we talk about I the answer when Oklahoma put on Florida? I literally sent my homegirl Amy, who is the one of the Yeah, so I sent Amy a text message. I was like, oh Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, because I was watching it unfold. I say maybe this is the wrong game. Maybe actually, I'm not supposed to be watching this. <laughs> this. This is an abomination. This is an embarrassment. Oh, God. I guess they were like, you know, I, like I, I, I guess maybe on another the whole Big Twelve conference on their shoulders, and we're like, we gonna do something. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna whip y'all ass since y'all talking shit. Yeah, I was just like, and that's I what they like, did. The to I mean, I mean, because I flipped like the last quarter or so of the game when i turned it on i was like oh okay <laughs> okay boomer schooner <laughs> right me and me and babe was watching it babe said basically right. can we watch something now <laughs> they said, fuck okay. they gonna come back and win this is a contrast, baby. I'm sorry. I know you was my boo last week, Fola, and I'm sorry. I really am. But you got your ass whipped. Right. Hand it to you on a silver platter and all things in between. I I just I do I I don't I don't know I don't know what happened. Oh, I do know what happened. They got their ass beat. But yeah. I, I mm, bless him. I I so I'm excited. Even no matter when they play, because you know they're going to ensure that this game is played. It's gonna um, it's gonna be a fun game. It's I am looking forward a, to the, the national championship. It's gonna be a game, casual so. football fan game because I think there's gonna be a lot of scoring. There's gonna be a lot of explosive plays mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Um, I think it's going to come down to one of two things: who has the ball last, or who has the most impactful turnover. Honestly, I do feel that's what it's come, what it's going to come to. Yeah, that's why I think it's going to come down to them. Second half yeah, of the game, that's, correct. That's, I, unless you know who takes the win out yeah, of this. Unless, I mean, unless Alabama gets on like this, this are you all this right? Because if you let them get on rhythm, then, like you're in trouble. Like they just, but um, you know, if if Ohio State yeah. keeps it close, if it's a track meet, like I think it's going to be, I do think that. Yeah, I do think that it's going to come down to you know who has the, the ball last or who who creates the most meaningful turnover. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I do want to take a moment because I forgot to mention this to our notes, but I, you may have heard about it this week. Uh, Bianca oh, Smith is the I first black woman that. coach in pro baseball history. Uh, look it up real quick. Um, she is 
the minor league coach for the Boston Red Sox. Um, first black woman in history in pro baseball pe- wow. in any pro sport period as a head coach. She is the woman. Uh, her name is Bianca Smith. Okay. Um, I did want to take a moment just to say, listen, wait, wait, let, listen, this America chick is only twenty nine years old. Too. Sisters, are... okay, right, right. Big Come on, kudos queen. to the Boston Red Sox for pulling the trigger on that. I will say this as a gay man, bitch, women can do, they actually can do anything, sometimes better than the fuck we can. I am so proud of this. I forgot to mention that to you in my notes, but I remembered it, and I wanted to say, good job. She deserves it. Well, yeah, I was, I've read I was her accolades. I've read what like, she's done. That she, she was director it. of baseball operations at Case Western Reserve University from 2013 to 17 to 2017. She was an assistant coach at the University of Dallas in 2018. And she's worked in internships with the Texas Rangers and Cincinnati Reds in their baseball operations department. So she's definitely got the credentials. And yeah, uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Now molding, and a team like the Boston Red Sox, who is not nothing but two years yeah. shy of a World Series championship themselves, and who went through a rough season, but still... To develop a farm team, and you are the first black. You are you will go down as the first black woman and let's in be, history and let's be, to and run let's be, a baseball you know, team. Let's be honest, like, that right know, there. To anybody that maybe listen from Boston, y'all know y'all not exactly the beacon of inclusion there. <laughs> no, y'all really are not. Y'all really are not. So. Big, a good round of applause and three snaps and a twist to y'all, because I do know that I'm just going to say so, it to be blunt. High and black folks is not y'all saying. Well, she's going to be, so, so, so she's going to be based but as the, the team go uh, for on, the, on the team's player development facility in Fort Myers, Florida, working primarily with position players. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. I did That's amazing. I did not read about this. That's awesome. I mean, she brought on some coins, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am. I I saw it on Sports Center, and then I wanted to read it, and I forgot to put it in my notes. But then it hit me as I was thinking. Wait, I do have one more thing to talk about, and it was this. And so, congratulations to her. Um, mm-hmm. Watching the likes of Teresa Witherspoon on the Pelicans being assistant head coach, um, a lot of the women in the WNBA, like uh, even coaching Dawn Staley and them doing their thing. You know, Becky Hammond and San Antonio Spurs. You know, folks like that, you women like that, I'm sorry, you tend to think, you know what? Fuck, they can coach and earn the respect of male players to you. You get what I'm saying to say, hey, listen, I know what the fuck I'm doing, too. Well, you know, that's where the respect and the the me comes in. Where you don't make a big deal out of something, then it's not a big deal. I mean, I don't think that people that, that that young men, if you just if you just treat them like evolved human beings they'll act like evolved human beings so it's not it's a situation where it's like i don't think the problem comes from the right. bottom up where is the players i think the issue comes from the top down where it's breaking the good old boy system and giving people who would never necessarily give the opportunity a shot and giving them a seat at the table because it's not a question of ability you know, and it's not a question of that. Uh, that's uh, how I honestly feel. I don't think the question's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, 
I don't think the question should have ever reasoned been will the players respond. I don't think that that's ever been a problem, like, or, or would have ever been a problem. Exactly, exactly. It's the one. But it's that breaking that glass ceiling of the good old boy mentality. That's the that's the question. Hmm. So big ups to them. Um. So yeah. Um. I. You know. I you, did. Did you have um, a rant tonight? But that was before. You know. Trump supporters try to try to like you know destroy our democracy, but I'll go Life ahead. Just I will go ahead and and uh, and say a couple of things. Um, first, and they're not really sports related, but who cares? It's our show, so whatever. <laughs> um, first, yeah, right. I've 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 talked about this theme of follow the money, and um, and I and and. At times, it bewilders me how money and greed can so easily corrupt even the 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 the, the most n- noble intentions of an organization. At times, and I just it, it's extremely frustrating how 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 people's values and their worth, frankly, their human rights, all these things are easily disregarded when the opportunity to make money is presented. So I was reading an article and um, there's going to be next summer, there's going to be an international conference on gender identity and LGBT rights next May. Actually, it's going to be held next May. I will give anybody walking down the street, gay, straight, lesbian, by trans gender not whatever whatever however you identify 10 guesses and you would never guess the city in the country that they were holding this conference in like ever like i'll give you i'll give you just one good one out and it's going to illustrate how far off you're going to be just just guess (laughs) that's exactly what i'm talking about they're they're holding this conference on international uh, international conference on gender identity and LGBT rights in Dubai of the United Arab Emirates, where literally there is a death penalty <laughs> in their penal code for being a homosexual. Literally, where I was just reading an article a month ago, where two women mm-hmm. got thrown in jail for six weeks because they were too affectionate on the beach. And you are going to hold an international conference on gender mm-hmm. identity and LGBT rights next May. And I, for the life of me, I literally sat and thought about this for a while. I was like, how did that happen? Why? And the only conclusion I've come to is somebody got thrown a kickback. There's money involved. There's got to be. There's no other explanation. Because for the life of me, I can't understand why such a conference be, will be held in that country, in that place, ever in life, where literally your members are in, are in peril the second they step out of the air, airport, if they decide to go. Because I can't, I can't fathom that this sits well with any major delegates that are attending this conference. And I just, I, and I just, right. I, I am sick and tired of people putting money before human beings. 
that's how we got to the situation that we saw today in our own country because people have no problem putting money before human. Did you see that bullshit that happened out in California with these like anti-maskers that, that did this protest and they want to go into the grocery store and that mall I saw that. and whatnot and, and start a ruckus and, and, and all that. And they just do it to antagonize people. But the thing that struck me most that I found absolutely just, I can't even call it disheartening because I don't put like, you know, my, my, my soul has been crushed and hope and humanity has been destroyed over in 2020. Um, it's slowly over the last four years. This woman walks up to the man and she says to him, I'm completely offended. And she was very calm. She said, I'm completely offended because my father is in the hospital and I don't even know if he's going to survive because of COVID. And these anti-masker looked her dead in her face and says, people die every day. Your father is not anybody special. I'll just leave that there. Wow. That is what happens when people start placing money and possessions before human beings. So I just ask, I just, I just, I just ask for, you know, people just reflect. So when you, when, when, you know, when, when you're seeing these things unfold in our own country and, 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 and certain things that we talk about on this show, I just, you know, I just, I'm just trying to appeal to, to, to our humanity. Like let's, let's start putting human beings before possessions, before money. Money and wealth are not moral. <laughs> it's not moral. It doesn't mean that you're a good person. It just means that you, you have can't money. take it with us. Um, <sighs> that exactly. I actually, we must have been on the same page because what I wanted to add to, which I was going to talk to last week, 2020 was rough. We lost mm -hmm. one of my all-time favorites uh, uh -huh. in life and in this game. Um, the late Kobe Bryant. Uh, um, and I thought about this because I, I wanted to implore some sort of grace and some sort of common sense to what we've been through over the last 12 months. But today, it makes mm -hmm. a little bit more sense and adding to what you said. And that's the Mamba mentality. To always strive, and I'm going to read it so that everyone understands that Kobe Bryant was one of the one of the greats in basketball, but to me, he was also one of the greats in life. Um, and it says a constant quest to be the best version of oneself. Mm. What mm. we saw today, America, is not that at all. We talk about being the home of the the land of the free, the home of the brave, and all that other good shit that drives down the songs that we sing. Um, but if we want to look at ourselves, and like Kenny just said, and definitely myself, is take a good hard mm -hmm. look at who you are today and what was represented on television. People disgracing the Constitution for what it was worth. People disgracing the Senate of what was put in place by folks in 1867 had nothing to do with anybody. But I say that because every day, no matter who you are, gay, straight, bi, you wake up to be the best version of yourself. I cannot employ you more in 2021 to do exactly that. 
a constant quest to figure out the best version of herself. And don't get me wrong, people. We stumble. That's not that's not the thing here. But watching today's antics and watching the unlitigated gall and audacity of what's called privilege, because you get to mm. do so, is not that. All right. Mm-hmm. It sucks. So I, I want everyone to understand that here at Who That Rises Up, like I said, that I a constant quest to be the best version of oneself each and every day. Today wasn't it. Today definitely was not it. Now, was that the was that the version of the America that we know? No, it's not. It's it single handedly was a handful of us. But there are still 75 million, 73 million people that voted yeah. for him that think well, the exact same. I mean, you know, I. <laughs> so, I get you. I trust me. I do. Um, but for us gays, my sister, Kenny, and I, we have ended season one on a very, very good note. I am impressed and I'm thankful um, to each and every one of you that listen to us each and every week. Um, yeah drunk i can tell you we're, we're never sober so i can't even say sober but uh we've made you laugh we've made you i mean think, we've made you like sports a little bit more too, than you so, thought I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right um especially in a time when we thought that you know bringing sports back was what we needed in this world um and after today i'm gonna turn on espn because i can't take no more whatever the hell is on my television um mm-hmm we look forward. We have some great ideas coming from season two as we put them in place. We will definitely bring it to you. We're excited. I know I learned it <laughs> in the day. Um, and I'm like a kid in a candy store. Bitch, I'm ready yeah, to do it. So that um, season two will be quite exciting. Uh, so, no, no. I just uh, um, so yeah. I'm incredibly Anything humbled. else you I got? I think everybody that has taken time to listen and have a good time with us. You know, we do this because we love it, not because, you know, we make any money off of it. That's for damn sure. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, I think we're going to bring it, bring out some exciting, raw, some excited things for season two, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we'll definitely be back with season two before the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so exciting things to come. Um, also, obviously, check us out on Instagram, who that rises up on Facebook, um, shoot us an email, who does, who that rises up at Gmail. Um, we love to hear from everybody, you know, dialogue with us, hang out, whatever, cuss us out. That's cool too. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we like to talk about everything. Right. We do. We may, we we you may not like, agree with what we got to say, but I tell you one thing we like to talk about. Mr. Bissy walks in, but like, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah but that's yeah, but that's right. Then we'll have an episode for about a month. Uh, like, oh hey, we want an episode for about a month. It should be real busy. <laughs> yeah. All right, we back, girl. We'll have a great house guest though. We'll have a great special guest. So we're working it out. Um, so well, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of myself, my good sister, um, Thank you for joining us tonight. We've had a blast. Um, 
in light of our day, you know, we added some fun to it. So remember, everybody.